You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Can you believe it? January 1st. Happy New Year, everyone. 2021. Here it is with 12 centimeters of new snow in the past 12 hours, making that a base depth on Whistler of 178. That's 78 centimeters in the past seven days, and it's not over yet. We've got plenty more on the way, although we have a higher freezing level this morning, looking for a high of zero degrees, actually, and a low of minus two, but with high alpine winds and this system, low pressure system really coming through this morning. We're looking at minus one at Pig Alley, minus four at the peak where the winds are swirling at 70 kilometers an hour on the the peak there, but up to 94 k's an hour on seventh heaven and none of the alpine lifts currently yet open. But looking for your weekend forecast here, I'll tell you what's going on. Well, we've got some high freezing levels today on Friday, looking for the freezing level around potentially 1800 meters, like I said, just minus one at Pig Alley today, really quite high, but looking for a steady, potentially 30 plus centimeters throughout the course of today and tonight, and the same again tomorrow, with a little break coming Sunday morning, looking for some sunshine, but after a steady, oh, potentially 50 centimeters over the next 48 hour window, and then some more snow coming in Sunday night. So a bit of a clearing Sunday daytime, but steady accumulations throughout the rest of that time with the freezing level coming down on Saturday to about 1,000 meters on Saturday evening into a valley freezing level on Sunday with clearer skies and then more accumulations Sunday night coming into Monday morning. I'll let you know about that then. But the avalanche advisory is incredibly high. It's high in alpine treeline as well as below tree line with this big storm coming in that avalanche cycle is expected so avoid avoid avalanche terrain including overhead hazards as well with that complex snowpack that we've been having with that buried uh, unstable level as well about a meter a meter and a half down including those recent avalanche incidents within the sea to sky. In fact, I heard of a group actually on a heli operation and tour yesterday complaining of the fact they were on low angle terrain. And the reason is because it's incredibly, uh, there's an incredibly high avalanche hazard right now and will be remaining throughout the weekend right through until Monday. I'll give you another check-in when I'm back on the airwaves on Monday. But uh, that's your avalanche advisory and your weekend weather on on the mountain, but looking for your valley weather over the weekend, looking for uh, a very mild temperature, very mild temperatures over the weekend in the valley, looking for a high of three degrees today with snow or rain expected throughout the weekend, looking for potentially up to 30 millimeters of rain in particular tomorrow. Uh, Initially, it looked like a lot more, but looking for 30, maybe more as the temperature remains a steady three degrees tomorrow. That's due to be the high two degrees on Sunday and then cooling off a little on Monday, but expect periods of rain throughout the weekend with the low overnight being, well, just two degrees tonight, along with one degree on Saturday and minus one on Sunday, bringing us into a high of one degree on Monday currently. So expect rain here in the valley with the sun rising 
at 11 minutes past eight and setting now at 20 minutes past four with yesterday's low being minus 2.1 in the valley. There's still waiting for those alpine lifts to crack here at this point on January 1st, but waiting for um, those to crack. If maybe they won't, what with those very high alpine winds, just 89% of terrain open. That's 235 trails, though, open out of 263. If you're on the roads, they're looking a lot clearer than they have been. That's with the compact snow melting with those higher valley freezing levels and temperatures. So really quite clear on the Highway 99 there and main arteries, but still some compact snow remaining and lingering on side streets. So be attentive when you're on those for sure. But nothing major reported on Drive BC here on your Friday morning for your weekend, but make sure you are checking that as you travel further afield. But I have some local info for you here. After talking yesterday about the Whistle Sport Legacies Discover Luge and Skeleton and Bob Say program, what with the current COVID protocols that isn't actually happening this weekend, but stay posted with them for when that's back open because Whistler's Lost Lake cross-country skiing and snowshoeing trails are actually open as of yesterday, what with the washroom being complete at Lost Lake Park there. So you can now go cross-country skiing and snowshoeing at Lost Lake Park. Mm-hmm. Although it'll be a little wet today, won't it? Hmm. Having a look here on the Whistler Winter Summer page, and I really wasn't quite prepared to see uh, somebody posting a photo of someone having a nap in a snowbank in the early hours of the morning. Well, Happy New Year's to you, buddy. I hope you got home safely. That's, uh, yeah, quite a photo that if you identified on, won't be forgotten about you recently. Somebody, uh, Lucas Willen, offering their services to stand in you, uh, stand in the line for you there at $30 an hour interesting, Lucas, but I did hear tell. Unfortunately, I worked yesterday, so missed out on skiing, but that the lines were backed up to gaffs for the village gondola. Really quite big hues. I know we're all experiencing it. You know, it's quite the... Uh, the strategy to get up the hill <laughs> these days, looking at wait lines of maybe an hour and a half, even two hours. But once you're up, it does dissipate. It's just getting up that is the, uh, well, the waiting game right now. Mm. Having a look here at some Whistle birthday, uh, Whistle birthdays for you. Well, these people have all left town. I don't know whose birthday it is in town today. Casey Tiemans, who did work at Lulu, she has left town, is back in Australia. Happy birthday, Casey. Along with Ethan, life from uh, previously Whistle Black Chrome. Happy birthday to you, Ethan, as well as Michael Lung. I wonder if you're teaching snow school again this year, Michael. You share your birthday with some really cool throwback fans from Stinkies on the Stroll, including the fact that on this day, that's right, January 1st, in 45 BC, the Julian calendar took effect for the very first time. Uh-huh. True fact. Along with the fact that Ellis Island opened as its U.S. immigration inspection station on this day in 1892, it would eventually be the gateway for more than 12 million people to the U.S. That is fascinating. Along with the fact that on this day in 1960, Johnny Cash played for the, his first of many, many free concerts behind bars for prisoners. Uh, kicked off on January 1st. And if you're familiar with the Rose Bowl at Tournament Park in Pasadena, California, that kicked off on this day, January 1st in 1902. 
Oh, and it's, it would have been J. Edgar Hoover's birthday. Good to know. All right, a couple things to wrap up for your New Year's, uh, your New Year's whistle pulse, because it's a little later than usual. Had a nice sleep in this morning. It was bound to happen at one point, but I won't be taking any liberties apart from this day going forward. But I've got a fantastic guest in the local lounge today from none other than on Whistle Black Home. That's the wonderful Travis Smith, a very talented drummer who performs in quite a few bands across Whistler, but we were chatting about his time at the Combat Dolphins. So you can check him out in the Rebel Appliance too. But he'll be in the local lounge coming up for you very, very shortly. But before that, I'm going to get my January recommendation up for you over the weekend, my January playlist for you. But today's recommended track is from Bronson. And if you're unfamiliar with Bronson, they're an electronic duo, electronic mesh, I should say, of Odessa and Golden Features. So Odessa... Coming from Seattle, a really fantastic, if you're not familiar with them, uh, I don't know how, for one thing, but I've seen them a couple times live. They're wonderful, but they're from Seattle and a fantastic duo in the row, right? But they've uh, teamed up with Golden Features, who's an, an Australian producer, to form Bronson, and they've got lots of uh, great tracks out. But the particular one I'm going to recommend today is called Know Me from Bronson and it's a Cassian remix. Check it out. It's a five minute track, real banger for you for your Friday and your first one for January 1st. I hope you enjoy it. But I did have to, uh, before I get into the local lounge today, I want to leave you with a bit of a joke. They say New York City has the best New Year's celebration, but I say it's overrated. You know, every year they drop the ball, right? Oh, man. Okay. And check out that Bronson track. But more importantly, stay tuned here for your Friday edition, your usual edition of The Local Lounge with Travis Smith. Hang tight for a wonderful track from him and a really cool interview, especially during now and now a day and age when you can't do it in person. You've got to get creative, don't you, Travis? Wonderful. Well, have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy The Local Lounge and I'll be right back with you on Monday morning. Was the Pulse Local Lounge. Travis, where I'm am good. I called you the call today? Yeah, this is the best yeah, white I'm room. Crystal right now. I can tell you're in like Mr. Sparkle or something. Damn, <laughs> Travis, that <laughs> is. Give you beer. So I decided to break the lines today. I came up to Mrs. Black and I thought it's a perfect day to enjoy where we live, where we uh, get to play, especially you know, all of us fortunate enough to live here full time. Of course it does. I think this is the best the best white room office there is. Of course we should <laughs> be reporting from there. Wow. Well let's fill everybody in because you know it's a video call, so everybody might not realize, but I'm calling Travis Smith uh, from the well, the combat dolphins along with Rebel Appliance. We're gonna get right into it. But Travis is in the middle of the trees and it is beautiful. <laughs> it's a wonderful place where we live. It's good to enjoy it. Yeah, damn straight. Damn straight. I uh, have to admit that's why I picked the 2 p.m. Uh, interview time because I got after it this morning too. 
Oh, nice one. Nice yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the beauty of getting up early after the podcast. You're up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, so good to see you smiling, Travis, because we didn't play softball this year. Yes, that is true. We usually get to play softball. It was, you know, it was a different year. I did play on my F League team on Friday night, nice. um, but it was it was a different game. But again, as with a lot of communities and a lot of organisations in, in Whistler, you know, we're, we're doing what we can to have, you know, as many normality, you know, things that we could do. Softball was one of them. Whistler Blackhams another. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. But yeah, we did miss you on the team. Damn, damn. I played I played one night and I was filling for um, the diggers and, oh, man, I was so sore the next day. I was swinging for the fence, you know, like, boom. The next day I'm just like, what is with my back, my legs? Yeah, not enough stretching. <laughs> I think I tear a hamstring on my first game almost every single year. Oh, man, yeah. The beauty and the pain of softball in Whistler. So <laughs> So true, and I'll do it all again. Oh, man, man. Well, it's gel. I'm getting jealous seeing you up there. This is so good. But my legs had had enough. I had to come down. But, totally understood. Oh, man. Travis, you some more powder for me as well, right? You can't take it all in the morning, right? Oh, it's so true. So true. I like to share. I like to share. Yeah, that's, that's what makes you the, the lovely person that you are. Oh, stop, stop. Well, right back at you. And I want to, I mean, obviously, it's just us chatting today. Murray couldn't join us, but that's okay because we'll chat on a separate episode because you've got plenty to talk about. So, Travis, yeah, tell us about how long you've been the amazing drummer with the Combat Dolphins and because you're involved, you've always been involved in lots of bands in Whistler, Rebel Appliance, getting the Rainbow, um, uh, uh, the Alpine Party every summer. So I don't even know where to start. Where do you want to start? Oh, that's a great question, actually. Uh, where do I start? Well, I started playing drums years ago. I went, you know, I was about 16. We're all in high school and we decided to start a band. Um, and I just was, went from band to band to band with high school friends for a mm. long time. Uh, but fast forward to 2012 uh, and I moved to Canada permanently, as you can tell by my accent. I'm Australian. Uh, <laughs> I moved to Canada uh, and my, my partner, uh, Lisa. Uh, Where is she? The uh, lovely Lisa. <laughs> she's, not, she's actually off ski. She's at Glacier Creek now having, having a hot chocolate or maybe something a little stronger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it turns out that uh, my brother-in-law, Murray, uh, played guitar, and we had a fan jam probably, oh, God, not long after that, just before I came. We came over here for a holiday, and then I met Murray. We had a fan jam, and then we were back in Australia for a while. And then when we moved here permanently, and we came up to Whistler, and Murray and I were like, well, we should do something musically together. And it, yeah. it started out with us just jamming in a, in a warehouse uh, down in um, – down in function there, and we jammed and jammed and jammed, and we jammed for months and months and months and months, and then we were fortunate enough to land uh, Arthur Barrientos, the legendary Whistler bass player, to come, and somehow we talked him into joining our band, and so we started this you know, hodgepodge of, of people, and uh, and then after a while, we are like, oh, we kind of got something here. This sounds pretty decent, so let's uh, let's see what the uh, the rest of Whistler thinks. Awesome. It's the same as us. And it just went on from there. We played at the Crystal back when Johnny was there, mm-hmm. Um and, uh, and then Ollie came and took took the helm there, and we, we played a ton of gigs at the Crystal, and it just grew organically from there. You know, awesome. it, it's gone from that band. We're, we're, it's now the rock band, you know, and we play. We love playing Swedish. It's one of our favorite gigs. And also Merlin's. We have a great time there mm. um, playing Papley's. And just anyway, there's a bit of a party, as yeah. you know. So that's, that's the rock band side of things. <laughs> oh, 
amazing. I love that. Just organically starting from jamming, right? What a beautiful thing. And yeah, what an honor, too, to be the opening band of the Here and Now Festival, hey? Absolutely. Absolutely. We were quite impressed. They called us up and asked if we'd like to take that. And, uh, yeah, we jumped at the chance. Oh. It was it was excellent. And, you know, like, Arts Whistler have done so many good things in this community, and it was quite an honor for them to call us and ask us to do it if they wanted us to do it first. Mm. Um, and it was a great opportunity for us to really dig into our original sets. You know, like, we have some original songs. Murray's written a ton of stuff. Um, we drop them in now and then when we play live, but we've never really sat down, focused on them, worked them out and hammered them into a really good position. And it was excellent to, you know, have that opportunity to do it. And it's, you know, it, it's really come out to something, something awesome. I think that's uh, quite yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, of course it is. I'm super stoked that you want to share a track on the local lounge too. So we'll get to that for sure. That's going to be awesome but you've i mean what a change what with the virtual format like what with not being able to perform this summer like you've really had to change the format like drastically 100 percent, 100 percent. and so for us we you know used to playing live used to playing in front of audiences and that was something that we you know all of us knew that we didn't want to stop playing music mm-hmm. i guess we decided that's it we're going to we're going to change we're going to evolve with the times um I, you know, my, I do have another job where I, I work in IT, so I've got a little bit of an idea of how computers and video cams and all that stuff work, and I was like, you know what, I can make this work. I have a garage, I have a band, and I have the internet. That's all I need. So, we, uh, you know, the first couple, if you go into our Facebook page of the Combat Dolphins, you'll see the first couple weren't quite so successful. The, 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 the video looked good. Um, but the audio, we had some issues with the audio. We had to figure that out. But, you know, we got better. And then after a while, we, we connected up with the Whistler Food Bank and the community services as well. And we yeah, you did a fundraiser starting in April when this all went down. Absolutely. Absolutely. For us, it was like a driver, not only just to play, but to try and give back to the community that's given us so much. Like, yeah. we, we really have been very fortunate with the gigs and the people and the lifestyle and everything that we all get to enjoy here at Whistler and be able to give back to them. And then, you know what, once you start doing something, it just starts avalanching. Like, uh, RMU contact, contacted us and said, hey, do you want to do something at RMU? Uh, Arts Whistler came, actually Dean from Arts Whistler came and did all the sound and the audio for that, which was great. Uh, And then at the end of it, RMU matched dollar for dollar what we'd raised um, for the the food bank. So, I mean, we we just at this point, we're part of a wheel of um, support for people that needed it the most. So it was, no, it was great. It, It was a truly a win-win situation oh amazing travis yeah perpetual <laughs> awesome energy from you but you've been doing something adventurous and uh I have. <laughs> pretty amazing for your non-musically on your personal side of things uh t- have you always wanted to be a pilot tell me about that I have. yes yeah so when i was a kid uh, I went and spoke to the growing up in Australia, the Royal Air Force, uh, when I was 16 years old, and I walked in there and said, hey, I'd like to fly the F-111C. So I was very specific of the plane. Um, <laughs> and the guy looked at me and said, look, it doesn't matter how smart you are or how good you are. Unfortunately, sir, you are far too tall. Oh, and no so, way! Yeah, I'm six foot three for anyone that's seen me in, in the flesh. And uh, and that, that took my 16-year-old confidence pretty much to the to the, to the troughs. Um, and I refused, and he said, but there's a ton of other planes you can fly. We've got Hercules, we've got, and he listed out 50 other aircraft, and it's just as fun, but I, you know, I was too arrogant at that point in my life. Oh, to, my to God. Take that. So, so I did nothing with it until now in my early 40s, and uh, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. And so I applied to the flight school a year ago uh, in Squamish, Glacier Air, great flight school. 
And uh, yeah, I just thought that's the way to do it. So I've been really lucky to throughout COVID to be able to go down there and uh, do my training. Uh, and yeah, I just did my first solo the other day. I saw that. Um, oh my god, it blew my mind. I was so excited. So they said, "Yep, yeah, I, you know, you're going to do a cold solo. A cold solo is when you go down there and they literally give you the keys. Yep, you're off. You have to do all the checks, all the starts, check the fuel, take off yourself, do a flight, and then come back and land." Um, and I said, do you mind if I go out over House Sound and around Gambier Island uh, just for a bit of a tour? And they went, yeah, Beautiful. go for it, no problems. And they showed me the routes and the altitudes and all the things. So I, I took off and I did that, and I just got this aha moment as I was flying along. And it was the same day, if you saw a ton of pictures of the moon that ended up on the Whistler Facebook group, yeah. that was the exact same time I was flying just past Cyprus all the way back towards Squamish along that sort of, um, eastern side ridge of how sound and just the moon was dancing from peak to peak to peak and I have to say it's probably one of the top 10 things I've ever done in my life oh, <laughs> it was amazing wow that's yeah. gorgeous oh I'm so stoked for you what a thing to do that's amazing yeah, oh, yeah, it's wow. a lot of fun. So when are you going to get to take... I'm very fortunate. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, like we, we are, we work hard to play hard in this community, right? Like, very, very, very true. Yeah, when do you get to take the wonderful, amazing Lisa up? Uh, that's that's one thing I'm working on. So I got to get my private full private pilot's license. Um, I'm about 20 hours into a 50-hour uh, amount, and I've got a, an exam to sit as well. So hopefully by next summer I should be done. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I can start taking her, and if... And the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. Well, aside from having that lined up as a personal goal, what what do you have as a band for the Combat Dolphins for 2021? I know it's so uncertain, but is there anything you're really hyped on that you want to talk about or – Absolutely, yeah. So we, uh, we're we still in the garage. We're still playing along. Well, as much as we can, there's a bit of separation going on at the moment. We are working remotely. I'm fortunate that Julian, uh, he was in our band before, Julian Price, and then he left back to Australia and now he's back again. But he, he's actually living in my household at the moment, so it's <gasps> fortunate that I get to play some music with him. Awesome. Uh, and uh, we are definitely talking a lot and refining our set lists and getting, you know, getting ready for when, you know, hopefully life comes back to normal. We all hope it's sooner rather than later, but we're certainly not resting on our laurels, just waiting for it to happen. We're, we're, we're pumped to play a lot of music. Every musician, not only in town, but around the planet is in the same boat right now. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, but, you know, never to sit still. We just want to get going. We're looking forward to it. And we're going to come back with even more energy, I think, than we ever had. Oh, but, I believe you it. Know, yeah. We're so pent up, you know. One of our last gigs was uh, at a bar here at Whistler, and they did say to us, look, you know, this was in March. I said, look, you know, this is the last gig. You know, this is when COVID first hit. No one knew what was going on. Mm. But, you know, he said, could you keep it down and quiet and, you know, like you don't want people mingling too much, which is the opposite of what you would tell a musician, right? <laughs> you know, and, and so for us, like, you know, obviously we comply. We've got a great relationship with them. Um, but it really, it really showed uh, – that we just can't wait to tear it up again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, then leading into our fi- finale here, because you did send me a couple of music tracks, which I'm stoked on, but which, because yeah. Murray will have the opportunity to share as well, which would you most like to share? Which do you think will be most relevant for people to hear right now? Which are you most pumped on? Oh, absolutely. Well, I think uh, there's a few tracks there. Um, I think Murray was probably going to choose Doppelganger, but I really like Burn on a Wire. So it's one of our, it's one of our tracks that, uh, um, that we, a lot of the originals that we play, we didn't play it as much, but we kind of shaped it together. And I really liked how it's turned out. So I really, guys, 
hope you like it. Um, it recorded really well, and uh, yeah, that's it's Bird on a Wire. It's a great track. Beautiful. I can't wait to share it. Travis, you're an absolute gem of a human. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what? And thank you for doing this as well. This is awesome to get the, you know, for you, for, for Whistler Pauls, to get the message of Whistler out there on the on the, on the the interwebs. Of course. <laughs> and, hey, and, and, hey. If you custodian for everything that's locally Whistler, it's great. It's try great to have. And, try and, you know, if ever you've got feedback or if you could get yourself or Lisa to record some dad jokes and just send them my way, that is <laughs> be great <laughs> Get i can see my kids rolling their eyes already oh yeah for sure <laughs> sky will be there going oh yeah <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> does he really have to keep talking <laughs> oh no awesome thank you so much for uh taking the time to stop on your power run oh you got patrol behind you <laughs> oh no, yeah there's patrol there we go Skiing down there. <laughs> true whistler true whistler travis oh you're the best thank you so much and uh yeah happy happy wednesday (laughs) yeah happy wednesday to you too and happy new year and here's to the end of 2020 oh damn straight (laughs) i got i got some bubbles in the fridge ready let's do it 2021 2021 all the way you take care travis i'll see you soon All right, here's a little ditty called Bird on a Wire, and Trav's going to kick us off.
Sense the Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.